You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? It's kind of hard to answer that question. Obviously, I'm doing great. We uh, our, our favorite football team won the national championship again. But uh, like so many fans, I had about 800 beers uh, during the day and during the game. And while I didn't wake up uh, with a hangover or anything like that, just been a little sluggish today, a little sluggish, a little slow. And it, it's weird that it's a Tuesday. I think in the future, they really need to play those games on Friday nights. I need two full days of recovery. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a rant for the offseason. Um, I, I agree with you. I would like it to be – it would be cooler if it were a weekend thing. I mean, I don't want it to be a Friday thing because if you lose, you're sort of screwed your weekend. But yeah. at least make it a Saturday night thing, you know. Yeah. Um, that's right. It's felt like a Sunday today. I mean, it really kind of feels yeah. like a Sunday to me today. But unfortunately for me, it's Tuesday, which means it's it's a work day on top of everything else. So, uh, you weird, mean, weird. Yeah. Jimmy, I don't even know where to start. It was amazing. Um, I put out a podcast a little bit earlier that was my audio diary of the of, of my day going to the game. You can probably tell I'm a little horse. Um, uh, they call that a pony. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, um, I, I mean, I was screaming and hollering, and it was just so much fun. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, Jimmy, and th- I mean this with all deep sincerity, that to me this is not recency bias. It's the best championship game I've been to. I I tell it, people are probably tired of me saying this, but I've been to every Alabama national championship game since 92. And they were, they were all fun. Okay. They all had their, their aspects. Levi stadium sucked, but the rest of them were fun. 92 always holds a special place in my heart uh, because I was in college. Um, 15 was all about redemption and it was awesome. Um, I loved it. It is Tua and and the pass to Devontae was amazing and i'll never forget uh how that all went down uh 09 going back against texas was was great and and beating texas uh was fantastic i think that was the first time we ever beat texas um and then 11 of course getting the uh, revenge on lsu and 12 blowing out notre dame all those were awesome even 16 in tampa where we lost to clemson it's a classic i mean you can't beat it um but this was the best this this was the time that I felt like the team and the coaches had as much fun as I did, um, and, and, and man, I don't I don't even know where to start. I mean, it was so amazing, and it, and it this had so many little games tied into the big game. I mean, Devonte Smith was an animal. He who wins MVP without playing a half? <laughs> who does that? No, I mean Devonte. Devonte does. Uh, he's. Somebody said this earlier, uh, uh, I guess it was probably on Crimson Country Club, the website Luke and I uh, post on uh, daily. I think that's where it was, or maybe it was (laughs) today is such a blur. But someone said uh, Devontae Smith is the best player of the Saban era, and and it's one of those things that, like, as soon as he said it, my gut reaction was, that's crazy. And then I gave real thought to it. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's 100% correct. Devontae Smith is the best player of the Saban era. He, he is. Jimmy, he's the best player in Alabama history. 
And, and I, I know. And look, I understand that's going to be people confident. No, there's a. I, I just, I just had the same visceral. The visceral reaction is, come on, that's recency bias. There's no way. But then you give it some real thought. You're right. Who's more First decorated? Of, you've Who's got more decorated to, in Alabama history. No, no one. And you got to start with the Heisman. Whoever is the best player in your school history probably has a Heisman trophy. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's the ultimate objective measure of greatness. And who was more dominant in college football between Devontae, Derek, and Mark? The answer is Devontae. Devontae was. And he could not be covered. If, if we had thrown the ball to Devontae 20 times a game all season long, he would have had over 300 yards every week. The only thing that stopped us from doing that is because we're blowing out everybody. We didn't have to. We had other, we had other weapons. We had other things we could do. We didn't have to do Devontae, Devontae, Devontae. But guess what? We could have. We could have. He's that good. You can't cover him with a college football player. He can only be covered by NFL players, I assume. But I'm assuming. I don't even know. I don't know that you can cover him with a Snuggie. I just don't know that you can cover it. Um, but, Jimmy, and I want to say I want to get to uh, a couple of my uh, live reads here in a second because I, I'm going to get on some rants. But I truly believe this 100%. And nobody under any circumstance will convince me otherwise that Sark's mission was to allow Devontae to, to set as many school records as he possibly could. I thought it was going to be impossible for him to beat Amari's record of 224 catches. He was, what, seven – was it seven or nine catches away from tying it? Um, yeah. And there's no – we threw – the irony is he gets hurt on the one pass he drops, which wasn't that hard of a catch. He just, he just sort of lost concentration, and then he gets hurt. Um but if he was in the game, there's no doubt in my mind he gets to 225 catches. There's no doubt in my mind he gets over 300 yards receiving, which would have easily right. broken his own record for most yards in a game. Um, but it, I just saw a list on um, around the horn about all the, the accolades this Alabama team won and all the records that were set. It, it's phenomenal, Jimmy. And I'm going to leave you with this cliffhanger, and you can argue with me before getting these live reads. This Alabama team, 2020 21 Best college football team of all time. And I said this about LSU last year, and I understand that I'm a homer, but I'm telling you, best team of all time. Let me tell you about betonline.ag before we get into this debate. Betonline.ag. Look, if you had the tide last night on BetOnline, just go ahead and roll around in all that cash you won. Or if you took the over, you know, I, I, I thought the over was going to be great. And uh, it worked out. You covered by one. It really should have been more. Alabama, without Devontae, I think things got sort of uh, tightened up a little bit. But, um, man, betonline.ag, that's the place to go. Use promo code Locked On. You'll get a 50% bonus. Promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. Just put it in the uh, promo code box. And I'm telling you, it's a great, great website. They take credit cards. There's a small fee for credit cards, but it's not that big of a deal, and it's certainly understandable. Um, but you can also pay other ways, too. A lot of easy ways to pay. A lot of easy ways to get paid. That's what's more important. Go to betonline.ag. You want to bet on the Alabama-Kentucky game tonight? Kentucky's about a three-point favorite. You know, I've seen some picks. Alabama's getting a lot of picks and a lot of love right now. Go put you some cash down on the tide. Man, the tide's on fire. 
go to betonline.ag and use that promo code. And I know that I'm not supposed to do this live read yet, but I'm going to do it so I can knock it out. That's uh, Rock Auto. Go to rockauto.com. You know you, you know where you get your chassis. You know, if you need a chassis, you're going to rockauto.com. That's where they got the best prices on chassis anywhere. Or windshield. And fuzzy dice. Fuzzy dice. Windshield wipers. Um, what about that car? You think they got that, uh, thing, huh? that thing that makes your car smell good and it looks yeah. like uh, cherries? It looks yeah, like or, cherries, that, like in a, a slot machine? Yes, yes. They got all that at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is where you want to go because they got the best prices on the best parts guaranteed. Look, if you run over to your local auto depot or whatever the hell it is and you're like, hey, I need this for a you know, 2010 Lexus, they're like, man, you know, we ain't got this. It's in the warehouse in Arkansas. Well, if you go to rockauto.com, you'll get a better price and they'll get it to you quicker. And I'm telling you, it's the place to go. I'm not a car dude, but I go to rockauto.com whenever I need anything, especially chassis. But whenever I need anything for my automobile, then I go to rockauto.com. Be sure that you let them know that you heard about them from us here on the Locked On Network. That's R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com. Rock Auto. All right, Jimmy. So I said this Alabama team is the best team in college football history. Tell me Mm -hmm. I'm wrong. I can't do that. I think you're right. Uh, I, look, again, I, every time we talk about a, a question of this magnitude, the, you know, who's a better home run hitter, Babe Ruth or Hank Aaron? I mean, you know, anytime you talk about that, I, I'm going to first run to objective facts. Anyone can have a subjective opinion that means nothing. Like I say all the time, somebody somewhere believes Matt Stafford is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Somebody believes that, and 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 that's and that's fine. You're you're never gonna, you know, that, that, that people will have opinions. I like looking at objective facts. And if you're gonna ask me, okay, Jimmy, who's the best team of all time? I want to start here. I want to start with okay. They have to be undefeated. If you're the best team of all time, that means no one beat you. Okay, yeah. check that box. So you take all the undefeated teams, and then you look at this. Okay, of all the undefeated teams. Give me the the 10 undefeated teams that played the toughest schedule. And see, I'm not going to know that off the top of my head, but but that just makes sense to me. Okay, who, who played the toughest schedule of these undefeated teams? Alabama was the first team to ever play, ever play 11 SEC opponents. Played everybody in the league except the two worst teams, ironically. So played everyone in the SEC, and then for the, quote, non-conference portion of the schedule, they played two top four teams, historical blue bloods in Notre Dame and Ohio State, all right? It's very difficult to imagine that other undefeated teams played 13 Power Five programs, that consisted of four top 10 teams. It's, I'm not saying it didn't happen. There's no way for me to know that. I'm not a, I'm not a computer. Uh, you know, I'm not Mr. Spock. I, I, don't, I don't know all that shit in my head. There's no way to know I that. Love how you, you don't even know computer terms to make to, to talk about <laughs> yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I had to, I had to, I had to reference Mr. Spock, which half of our listeners are like. He's not even a computer guy. They're like the baby doctor, Benjamin Spock. Um, the, uh, so, so then, so then I go, so then my last, for my last objective number, then what I'm looking for is, okay, of all these undefeated teams that played tough schedules, who had the biggest 
average margin of victory? Who played a tough schedule and basically blew everyone out? If those are the three qualifications, someone is going to have to educate me to show that Alabama didn't just finish undefeated against the toughest schedule anyone's ever finished undefeated against with an average margin of victory of 30 points a game. That's, I mean, what, uh, and, and then just throw in as if there needed to be anything else, a Heisman Trophy and all of those individual awards that Alabama just won from Devontae's Heisman and Bolitnikoff and AP Player of the Year and Maxwell Player of the Year and, and Max Awards and Sark's Broyles Award and, and I mean, Joe Moore. the Joe Moore Award went to the Remington. entire offensive line. Remington, Outland, Doak Walker. Doak, Doak Walker. Uh, freaking Thomas Fletcher won the Long Snapper Award. I didn't even know there was a Long Snapper Award. I'm not. <laughs> there wasn't one. He won the <laughs> Thomas Fletcher, Thomas Fletcher Award. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I know LSU was fantastic last season, and I'm really not trying to be a homer. I'm not trying to say that, oh, it's Alabama, it's not LSU last year. But, but just how about this fact, Learning, yes, LSU did play a very, very tough schedule, and their margin of victory average was very good, and, and they're certainly a strong candidate for best team of all time. But you know what? Unlike Alabama, they nearly lost. And who did they nearly lose to? Alabama. And Auburn. And Auburn. That's right. This Alabama team was was only threatened once. And when I say – and even that's – yeah, it's such a stretch to say they were threatened. Yes, Florida had possession of the ball only down one score at the end of the game. But they were 90 yards from the end zone, had no timeouts and just a few seconds left. And Alabama ended the game by sacking the hell out of the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is the closest Alabama came to losing. That. So, yeah, this is the best team of all time in college football history, objectively, not just an opinion like somebody saying Matt Stafford's better than Tom Brady. No, no, we used objective, logical numbers to prove it. And again, if I'm wrong, if somebody else can show me an undefeated team that played a tougher schedule, that also had a margin of victory of 30 points, I'm all ears. I'm happy to crown that team, whoever the hell it is. Yeah. And, and it may be a thing of semantics here. Maybe it's the, I don't, you know, would they beat 95 Nebraska? I would argue yes, because I think the game has changed so much that yes, Nebraska would certainly score because they were a machine as well. But that Nebraska's big ass shoulder pads aren't going to cover Devontae Smith. <laughs> you know, back in the day, they all had Sean Alexander shoulder pads back then. Um, but uh, or two thousand one Miami, you know, they were they were damn good. I mean, I, you know, but I think this was the best season. I mean, eleven SEC yeah. games. You blow everybody out but Florida, and everybody loves to bring up the Ole Miss game, and that's true. But, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, Jimmy. You play your worst a couple times, play your best a couple times, middle what you are. That was one of Alabama's worst game, and they scored 63. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of hard to say, you know, that that Lane Kiffin was really a thorn in the side or anything. Um, and here's the other thing. I, I don't think Alabama trailed or was tied in the fourth quarter except for like a minute and 14 seconds in the fourth quarter of the Ole Miss game. I think that's it. Um, 
That's that's remarkable. And, and on top of all this, you set all these records. Devontae Smith set uh, the SEC single-season touchdown mark by a landslide and yardage by a landslide. Um, and he did it in two fewer games than the guy who just set the record last year. And he did it. Um, and LSU, yes, they uh, they scored a lot of points last year. I, their margin of victory wasn't the same as ours was. Like they had, they kept their guys in a lot longer, and they played a couple of other suit cans. You know, they also last year they got to play Vanderbilt. We didn't get to play Vanderbilt or South Carolina this year. I would have loved to have played Vandy or South Carolina this year. And on top of that, we lost one of our main weapons about midway through the year of a COVID season, and we lost our top. I don't know about our top lineman, but certainly the best center in the country in the, in the SEC title game. And then all we do is bury the other two teams that could make the argument for, okay, who has the most tradition in college football? Is it, you know, you're going to put a group of Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, probably Oklahoma, you know, maybe a USC or Texas, not both. Uh, and then you're going, you're going to, you know, shake it out. We beat the two other ones that I think have the most legit arguments beside us. I mean, we are clearly the best program in college football history now. Um, that may change in 20 years. You know, maybe we fall off a cliff. I don't know. For the moment, we're the best in college football history. I think this is the best season in college football history. Our quarterback just blew – our quarterback, who is the backup to our best quarterback ever, just blew away his numbers. That's right. <laughs> I, mean, I would say on, on top of it all, Mac – I'm choosing my words carefully here because I'm trying to be exact in terms of what I mean, but that was the best quarterbacked season in Alabama history. I'm not saying Max is the best quarterback in Alabama history. I, I, I don't know who is or, or what argument is to be made about that. I'm just saying in terms of how the position was played, game in, game out for 60 minutes, one game to the last, that was the best quarterbacked season in Alabama football history. And again, there are numbers to back that up. Mac Jones had the highest QBR rating in the history of college football. So, of course, it was the best season in Alabama history. He can arguably say it was the best season in college football history in terms of quarterback rating, which takes into account every quarterback number there is. So, yeah, I mean, uh, how... Matt literally outperformed Tua, Jalen, AJ, Namath, Stabler, Star. Fewer Crazy. games with a harder schedule, Jimmy. Yeah, yes, against a harder schedule. That's what makes it like. And Tua had two other. Tua had two first, two other first round wide receivers yep. on the team. Yep. This is it's ridiculous when you think about it. And then got to run up numbers against bad teams. Najee sets the record for SEC touchdowns in a single season. All right, wait, but we got to take a break before I forget to do it. So let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Jimmy, let me throw a few other observations from the game out there. Um, first of all, loved – I'm going to tell you something. This I'm not trying to be – I'm not going to even say this this way. All right, so I can't tell you that and then not say it because you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, it was awesome – to not have it packed. And uh, it, 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 there were 15,000 fans there, actually 14,964 or some shit like that. Um, and this, they did this interesting thing with the seats. Like, okay, so the tickets, you know, they were all virtual um, and, and you get them on your phone, which I hate because I love getting the big tickets to as a souvenir. Well, um, 
the the all the seats were like zip tied that didn't have a ticket associated with them. So you couldn't just move around the stadium, which, which I thought you'd be able to do. Um, and if you like a couple of people tried to like break them and like security was all over your ass. Uh, so that but otherwise it's it was so in other words, seats, seats that weren't sold because of the because of covid were, yes. were literally blocked you couldn't yes. sit on them you could not Correct. sit on them you couldn't Correct. move around you couldn't do anything um i thought it was it was surreal and almost ghostly that you're walking around a national championship game and there are literally beer stands with the attendants uh playing on their phone cuz there's nobody in line cuz there was there weren't enough people i mean like all the beer stations were open but and all the concession stands were open but there weren't enough, there wasn't enough demand because there weren't enough people. It, it was surreal. Um, the other thing I noticed, um, and I said this in my little audio diary that I put out there, a little bonus pod we put out earlier. I hope you go check it out. And I noticed this coming, first of all, Ohio State fans love to wear jerseys. Women, men, kids, dogs, they just are a jersey wearing bunch of fools. And secondly, um, there were uh, like three European 20 something dudes on our flight they weren't they were like just looking for a hostel or something they weren't like going to the game but it dawned on me as i was walking behind them you know every european 20 something male looks like he's either a kidnapper or he's about to be kidnapped because they all have like these backpacks you know the the kid the ones that are going to be you, kidnapped. Are these you like, watch a lot of liam neeson movies i do they they, they have these pokemon backpacks and their their pants are rolled, you know, the cuffs are rolled up on their pants. Would they have these little van shoes? And they got their, you know, a lot of grease and stuff in their hair. And then the other ones are the kidnappers. They all, are like, they all look like Jude Law's fourth cousin. Exactly. And then the other one is, you know, they got a black V-neck, this skin tight, black jeans that are kind of faded, um, military boots, some kind of uh attachment weapon that that somehow snuck through security on their belt loop. And their their haircut looks like something GI Joe would be like, dude, you gotta let let, let loose a little. Um, but uh, so that was just another observation I had. But I will say this: uh, I thought it was great being in Miami. The weather was amazing, um, and I just it was a blast. Now there were some Ohio State fans in front of us that were getting a little assholey for a little bit. Um, in fact, it was sort of shitty because like they were all kind of young and one of the girls kept sh- every time Alabama scored, she'd stand up and shoot everybody a bird and do all that. But you know, in the, in the end, you know, like we did something. I mean, I'm like, I'm just cheering lady. I mean, what do you want me to do? Um, and, uh, but in the end, everybody kind of kissed and made up and they were like, y'all are just better than us. I mean, uh, congrats. And I respect the hell out of that. Cause that's exactly what I did when Clemson beat our ass. I was like, man, y'all are just better. And um, congrats. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, it sucks when you lose on the last second sometimes because you're like, we should have won. But this yeah, – when- like Ohio State, they were like, we could have had Trey Sermon, Togi Tugiachi, um, Tariq Smith, uh, and, uh, Smith Sermon, Trey Togiachi. We could have had them all. And uh, y'all would have beaten us. So, I thought that was cool. <laughs> well, we would have. We were, we were just very, very good. Alabama was – here's the thing. One other thing, uh, one last observation, because I'm excited to talk about next year. I know that sounds nuts. Oh, yeah. I'm the only idiot that like wanted to, you know, You're immediately get to next season. But I am a saving bot. I'm, and uh, I don't even celebrate the full 24 hours. 
I'm more Sabanized than that. I, I was I was going over the Miami Hurricanes depth chart 20 minutes when the game was. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. But no, what I'm saying is this: per Jeff Sagarin, whose computers are great. I mean, you know, you can get a lot of great information from Sagarin. He he's the best computer guy over the years that 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 uses a computer formula to tell you who's good and who's not. And by, and by the way, I think Sagarin says Alabama is the best team of all time per, per his formula. But per him, after all the numbers have been crunched, the second best team was not Ohio State, and it wasn't even Clemson. Per Jeff Sagarin, the second best team after all numbers are crunched, including the bowl game, is Oklahoma. Oh, wow. And that's fine. They were playing really well at the end. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not disputing that, nor am I endorsing it. I'm just passing it along, that Sagarin says the second toughest team is Oklahoma and not Ohio State. And this is what I want to bring up about Oklahoma. Oklahoma, this Oklahoma team that was the second best team, they lost to Kansas State. Yeah. And all objective information at our disposal says that if Nick Saban's team played Kansas State 100 weeks in a row, Alabama would win all 100 weeks. And as much proof of that as I bring up our streak about beating unranked teams. Alabama's won how many games in a row against unranked teams? I think the number is really in the high 80s. It's is not that right? Okay. So, so, so my 100 is barely exaggerated. Um, Alabama would never lose to Kansas State per how Alabama has played in their last 90 games against similar competition. You know, they would never lose. Play 100 times, they'd never lose. And the second-best team did lose to Kansas State. So, in other words, we say this whole show to say this. Alabama is not just the national champion. They're the, the, the 2020 Alabama Crimson Tide is the best college football team of all time and is just simply way, way better than anyone else. Way better. You guys can argue until the cows come home about who the second-best team was. But there ain't no debate about the, the first best team. That's over and done. And 2020 is almost like Rembrandt, in this case, Nick Saban, looks at his masterpiece and goes, wow, that shit's the best I ever did right there, and then signs his name to it. That's Nick Saban signing, signing his painting last night as, well, there it is, my masterpiece. Now what's next? Is what he, uh, Now what can I do? And that's, 2021. That's, the that's the beauty of him. Um, Jimmy, let me tell everybody really quickly about home field apparel. I'm, I'm wearing my home field apparel shirt right now. My Alabama, they've got new national championship gear. Go check them out. Home field apparel. I'm telling you, they got new national championship stuff for this big Alabama Crimson Tide win. Go check them out. Uh, I'm wearing, I'm literally wearing a home field shirt right now. I'm going to wear it on sports blitz show tonight. Proudly. I'm going to tell everybody where I got it on sports blitz, free advertising for home field. You know how we do it. And I'm um, looking forward to it. I mean, I'm telling you that it's the best, it's the most comfortable shirt I wore it on the plane today, flying back from Miami. And all I could think was, man, I feel good in this shirt. I'm not sweaty. I was feeling good. You know, I'm just, I'm just digging this. And then I got into Atlanta and it's freezing my ass off. Um, but otherwise, I love these shirts. Fantastic. You can also get you a, you can get you like a, a hoodie. You can get you a sweater. You can get all these cool logos that they came up with. Unbelievable place to go. Home field apparel. Go get your late Christmas presents or early Valentine presents there at home field apparel. Go there now.
Jimmy, that's going to do it for today. We got so much to talk about for the rest of the week. We will keep at it. And uh, as always, guys, man, we had a boatload of listens to our uh, pregame pod. And I want to thank everybody. I really do appreciate it. And um, y'all just keep liking and sharing. Stick with us all year. Stick Stick with us all year. We're going to be here. I mean, what else we got to do? We like to say that our shows in May are as good as our uh, shows during game week. I mean, Alabama football, there is always something to talk about. Me and Luke are recruiting nuts. We are always talking about who we're recruiting. We have another signing day coming up three weeks from Wednesday is yet another signing day. And uh, there's going to be a lot of staff changes. We'd already hinted. Uh, you have to read between the lines. We'd already hinted that the next offensive coordinator could be Bill O'Brien, and, and it's certainly looking that way. And and we're both excited about that and other staff changes coming up. And we have a lot of exciting who's staying and who's going news in the next uh, three weeks, two weeks. Heck, just two weeks on that. All right, buddy. Roll time. Roll time. <laughs>